0: And Dan Duran. Yes. Now, I uncovered some video. I had no idea this existed, Fred. But I uncovered some video of Dan Duran when he was a young, very young boy, actually. I don't know how old he'd be in this uh, video, Fred. Oh, okay. And it's from an episode of something called Mr. Wizard's World. Oh. And I guess Dan, as a young actor, was, you know, part of it. And, uh-huh. and and this video is interesting for a bunch of reasons. Not only does it feature a young Dan Duran as a, a child actor, mm-hmm. but it, it's odd to me because in this particular episode called How Does a Bathroom Scale Work? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> in, in this particular episode, a, a young Dan Duran, I guess at that time he still had his regular name. Yes. Uh, Dan Gebert, but here's Mr. Wizard explaining to a young Dan how a bathroom scale works.
1: I assume you've stepped on a scale like this to find out how much you weigh, right? Yes. You know, how much do you weigh? <laughs> 63. Okay, what happens when you step on the scale? The zero moves to a different number. Okay, it moves down. You yes. Know, so so let's, <laughs> I've got this all set so that we can take it apart to see what goes on inside the bathroom scale. Okay. I, I think you might be surprised. I thought there was like a big spring or something. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it's quite a small spring. There it is right there, right? Oh, now, pure, Down here yeah. is the thing that, that zeroes it, so
0: move that once and you'll see what happens. Anyway, okay. Dan, it, it goes yeah. on it, and you did a it's great job. It's, uh, yeah, move it back so you, you can even see then, the Fred, that... Like that. <laughs> A young Dan uh, definitely has the gift uh, on camera. Good-looking kid, nice hair. What happens?
2: But you know what the problem is? Somehow between then, you know, in the past fifty some odd years, he's forgotten what he learned. (laughs) And it's sad too
0: because Mister Wizard in this episode is patiently explaining to a young Daniel.
2: How a scale works. Yeah. (laughs) You know, comprehension (laughs) retention is funny because you and I never, you and I never, we never forgot how a scale works.
0: (laughs) No, I know. And he's so much more handy with this stuff than (laughs) I am. I'm really surprised.
3: How do you explain this stuff? I don't know. I don't know. So my son got home uh, from Montreal, his little trip. He did a, you know, I... A surveillance of Montreal Really liked it, by the way And did a lot of Yeah, is he
0: going to move there? Is he moving there?
3: Yeah, yeah he's, he's in He's totally good Good for him Loves the city Yeah um, And it's very, you know Lots of art stuff going on Yeah there, Which is his I mean, thing yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then I threw the I, I threw the I, I told him yesterday afternoon I said, okay, hey Come make this scale work boy. Oi. <laughs> and he uh, he spent about 15 minutes on it and then said, uh, he threw the, he said, I haven't got time for this. And he threw the uh, the instruction manual back at me. But anyway, so it's still, I, I think it's uh, it's pooched. I think it's a. Uh, <laughs> You're saying the scale is fouled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, what are the chances? I
3: don't know. He's I don't stopping.
0: know, man.
2: It what are the like chances you get don't a don't scale know. that it, doesn't it work? Looks like, like it a
3: tells the time right
0: now. i First of all, okay, <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't want to belabor this anymore, it's but how alike. much money, I mean, I bought a $12 scale. It was a $40 scale, and well, it actually take it back. tells,
3: okay, yeah, yeah I mean, take it
0: back. It tells what? I
2: no problem taking it back, <laughs> it Tells the, the time, it back.
0: but it doesn't tell you how much you weigh.
2: What do you mean, <laughs> why great. Do you need a scale to tell you the time?
0: Exactly. Well, well yeah, know. it says you're fat o'clock. <laughs> that's how it. yeah. Hey, fatty! It's seven fifteen. <laughs> time to time <laughs> that's, to diet. That's right? Time to stop eating so much. Yeah, that's funny.
3: <laughs> An we'll asshole scale. Yeah. You, that's a good uh, product for you guys, yeah. yeah. Evelyn Fred. Asshole
2: scale. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But the two asshole all, scale. It's a whole line of products. Regardless of what it does like the chances of getting anything like that nowadays that doesn't work the chances are just so so minute like are you sure it doesn't work like i it's well the only bizarre.
3: thing i can think of that i'm going to try is i got to give i get a screwdriver and remove the battery and then reset it that way and maybe, maybe it'll be but, fine after
0: that but the idea that it doesn't work out of the box is you know rare when you buy something like that you know yes. where it's like it's not working but not in your defense, because you don't need any. We're just you know dicking around here. But I bought something recently and, and had to send it back. The first time in a long time, mm-hmm. I bought a sort of a cheaper set of uh, earbuds, and you know the they sit inside the case, and inside the case is the charging pins. Yes, and usually these things like they like I got it out of the case. I, they come with a bit of a charge. And I started, I, you know, I opened my phone, I paired them immediately, and only one headphone worked. And I spent the whole weekend trying to figure out why, but then I look inside the box, and the charging pins on one side are fouled, like they are sunken into the chassis. Oh, right. yeah, so. so I had to send it back. <clears throat> but I thought the same thing, Freddie. I thought, this is so rare when something doesn't come, like, instantly working out of the, uh, when you open oh, it some- up.
2: Maybe just get a straight up mechanical scale. Yeah, yeah. Not One of these have, LED. Have, you know. Yeah,
3: no, I have one in
0: storage actually. It's
2: or a, it's Dan, a classic.
0: Just on classic. the way home, like just go on that thing where the trucks go. Just stand
2: there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just stand there <laughs> yeah. and say, "Hey, could you give me my baseline?"
2: Yeah. For my Noom, because mm-hmm. I have one at home, and we bought one for the Ten Palace too last year. That's there and crazy. Both work. Wow. Um, anyway. Yeah. Howard, well. why would you buy cheaper earbuds? Well, cheaper than the
0: Power Beats, because the Power Beats I had before were like a few hundred dollars, and I just want them for, you know, so I can listen to music at night and go to the golf course and listen to some my...
2: The Apple ones I, No,
0: I had the Apple yeah. ones.
2: Is that what you I, call Power Beats?
0: Well, no, I had the oh. pa- Apple ones. Then I got the Power Beats, and I left them oh. on the plane coming back from california what? oh yeah no idea. what i know that's the
3: thing that's why i'd be uh, the whole so I'd, yeah my that whole was part of it. Be those headphones man yeah. those those expensive
0: little tiny things too easy to lose that's part of it dan is I. so instead of spending 300 i spent 120 mm-hmm. and uh as i said i took them out of the box charged them got the, the you can actually the voice says pairing and it wasn't coming out of the left side, and I uh, ticked around with it all weekend, and I finally said, you know, this, this is the problem. You well,
3: you, that's did rare. You, did you go outside and scream to the sky, why me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and sky, why?
2: Me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went, uh... Yeah, I started. Bo-
2: <laughs> I started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, the kids bought you one. <laughs> Well, the kids bought me those Apple ones. I love them for yeah. in the house or laying in bed. But for walking, I have this these ones that I won from the Princess Margaret lottery. They're great. They sort of hook around your neck and then mm-hmm. the buds go up and you compare them. And they're really good. You can't lose those. Because those little white ones, especially no, I in don't. the winter, I had falls, my, out of, it falls out of your ear, it's gone.
0: I had my Mac ones for a long time. Like, I got... Lots of years out of them. And they, and they still kind of work. One side off it doesn't work anymore. I did all the things you can do. That's the reason, though, I didn't spend a lot of money, Dan. It's just that. There's no, they're easy to lose. And, I, you know, I don't need them to be that good. I don't use them on the show. I just use them, you know. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, if you were listening to mo- mostly spoken word podcasts, you really don't need yeah. over-the-top uh, buds, I guess. All right. Well,
0: you know what? It's Wednesday. Hopefully, we can get this scale thing solved but i will look for more instructional videos for you dan in the meantime let's get it started
3: this episode of humble and fred is being broadcast to the world from humble and fred studios in brampton toronto and the western shores of Shimong lake and is brought to you by gig sky the retirement sherpa the chambers plan health gauge and GoDaddy. And now here are two men who are trying to decide which stairway chairlift is right for them. Mm-hmm. As seen on TV, <laughs> it's Humble and Fred.
0: I don't know where I read this, but somebody said, did Dan say Schlong Lake? Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm not. That's not for me, Dan. Yeah. Dan Duran's news later on uh, today. Uh, are you uh, working on anything besides scale repair? Uh,
3: that's uh, dominated my world, but All yeah, I, I might be uh, delving into the uh, COVID a little bit,
0: depending on what you guys talk about. So. Yeah, I don't have any uh, anything on the COVID scale. We've got Tony Clement on the show to update us on this. What are the Russians calling it? Or they're, they're calling it a uh, military operation or something.
3: Special, special, uh, special
0: military operation. Yeah, military. It just goes to show you that we got Tony Clement on and we'll have a discussion with him about things going on in Ukraine. But it does go to show you from some of the stuff I read this morning that people inside of Russia have been sort of hoodwinked similarly to some of the people on the right and the Republican Party in the states. They're idea of what's going on in Ukraine is so skewed, but it does just go to show you that that's how these things are perpetrated on a people and how your own citizens are kind of swept along with it.
2: Yeah. Hearing that, uh, general Mark Milley talking yesterday too. Yeah. Scary, huh? Well, it is scary. He said, you know, we're getting closer and closer to a world conflict because it is helpless and again I feel so cowardly, but I, I, I can't watch it. Isn't that awful? But I can't. It's like I find it so depressing to watch though when I do and and what those poor people are going through, but uh, Yeah. It's like it like it's just so heartless and, and needless and and what good is the Geneva Convention? And what good are you know rules of war, which always made me laugh? Okay, mm. we're going to have a war, but here are, here are the rules, you know. Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, it's 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 awful,
0: and uh, like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I sort of pop in for a brief bit every day, and then before the show, and I saw that general testifying yesterday, and it's not only sad, but it's terrifying. There's video of those people in this town called Buka or Bucha. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've popped in and saw that. But in in Russia, the the point of all this is I wanted to talk to Tony about that. Like, how can people be so misled and so uninformed, even though those people do have access to? A lot of them have access to the same information that we do. But I wanted to sort of start with that
2: Mm -hmm. with Tony. But remember, we've talked about this, you know, our perspective is different because, you know, for 40 years we've got up every day and we're seeking information to use for our jobs. A lot of people, it's amazing, are just, even in this day and age, are sort of oblivious to what's going on in the world. Because even if they, you know, their phones and their, whatever reason they're online, a lot of it sometimes isn't news. No, I understand. Well, yeah, but in
0: in this case... I I can't imagine the average Russian citizen doesn't have an awareness that there's an incursion or something going on. But the fact is, well, okay, whatever percentage do know it's going on, the fact that some percentage of that think it's a special military operation is just scary. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say, so he's coming up a little bit later on. So is a, a guy named David Eisenstadt, who's written a book called 30 Notable Canadian Jewish Musicians. And I'm not sure if this was our idea, David's or Boone's, but we're going to play "Jew or Not Jew," the musical uh, version of it. But because
3: because <laughs> no, I you could have mounted it Broadway. Uh, well, yeah, I, <laughs> Jew I just or not told, a Jew.
0: Jew or not Jew musical. Um, like I said yesterday, I mean, I think the only the first two Canadian notable musicians I could think of were Leonard Cohen, Getty Lee. But there's somebody that we know, Freddie, that is a Canadian. Musician of some note that's also Jewish. No, oh, I know. Who's that? Uh, Stephen Page. Stephen Page, exactly. I wonder if he's on this list. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. So that's coming up in a little bit. Dan Duran's news later on. Yep. Uh, no Sherpa today. He's uh, somewhere, I'm, I'm sure if he's playing golf or he's on the road somewhere. But uh, Dan, we will look forward to your return. And, okay. I'm willing to put this scale thing behind me, but I just keep coming across instructional videos. So, <laughs> you know, maybe between now and uh, and when you come back, you might be able to. I'll
3: give you an update of what I've done to the scale. But yeah, man. Maybe you could
0: I, tell yeah. us the brand name so we can avoid getting that scale.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not prepared to, you know, diss my scale uh, brand.
0: Well, you're going to have to take it back. Did you get it at Costco? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll take it back. Not to a Oscar. big deal. Yeah. All right.
3: I look forward to whatever you have to say about uh, a Tiger.
0: Okay. So, tiger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tiger's playing. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Big news in the world of golf. Uh, we can put that into some perspective later. And, you know, I was actually watching. Uh, you know, you'll find this hard to believe. <laughs> so dumb. I, I, I was watching some of the pre-round coverage the last couple of days. You, you know, just getting... You know, getting set for the Masters And at one point, three men were on this set last night Talking about the golf tournament And one of them is one of my favorite broadcasters It's a guy named Rich Lerner And at one point, they were talking about the minutiae of something And then Lerner said, you know what? He sort of laughed He goes, I know this seems silly To be discussing this in a serious manner Considering the things that are going on in the world mm-hmm. And I thought, good for you You know, that takes some self-awareness And he's so good but it just i just thought it was an interesting comment because here in the middle of you know us getting excited or me getting excited about the masters and these guys talking about it i thought that was a nice bit of self-awareness and referential or whatever that is
2: yeah you have to be aware of that more and more i guess when you're talking about hardship (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah exactly Well, I told you yesterday, I went for my walk. I drove to downtown Brampton, I thought, you know, for a change of scenery. And that stretch of Main Street north of Queen, like the old downtown Brampton, a lot of places didn't survive through COVID. And I'm walking thinking, oh, how sad is this? Oh, this guy lost. The Wendell Clark's restaurant closed. I'm, how sad is this? How sad is that? Oh, this poor guy when I'm looking at these closed shops. And that went through my head. Well, it's better than... Rubble from bombs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Have you watched any of that video? People walking through this town where people's arms were tied behind their backs and they were shot Mm -hmm. point blank, and like this isn't like, and that's what you said earlier about you know war crimes or Dan was saying war crimes about the rules of engagement. They're talking about all this evidence to use against putin in the hague or whatever but how does that ever come to that
2: well this is what i mean oh let's charge him with war crimes oh okay and he'll show up for his court date yeah like and that, and it all you know and i understand the geneva Con- uh, convention and there's rules of war but I, again that's always made me laugh because war is ugly and war is hell and look at all the rules the so-called rules he's breaking now I mean, what he wants to do with Ukraine, what's that got to do with slaughtering innocent people?
0: Yeah, and what, that's another question I want to ask Tony, because, again, uh, you know what? What does he want to do with Ukraine? Like, what, what is his end game here? I know we've, we've had this conversation, but I, I don't what's really understand be left? it. Yeah, what's going to be left, exactly.
2: So it's just a, it, it's a madman making a point. Uh, man, it would be nice if somebody could get to him. Before this Because day after day after day When you see that stuff You can't help Your your, your reflex is Something's got to be done Something mm-hmm. This has got to stop Well Then the next day goes And the next day goes And we see more damage And more rubble And more death And What is that Something's got to be done Yeah uh, I mean What is vi- that the,
0: t- the video I watched today Also It's like Okay What does Killing these people Have to do with you know why did these were these soldiers ordered to do it and with the back to the disinformation or the misinformation and then you look at i saw this video on cnn of the russians the way they're reporting it it's fake it's forged Mm -hmm. it's not real again this you know if you want to know where the fake news you know germination of that was born it was born here it was Mm -hmm. born in russia
2: yeah you know, and I, I look at it right at the grassroots. Just think about, you know, I have my home here that I love and it's paid for. And I have, uh, you know, you have to invest over the years for your in- retirement. If a war came now, this, this house would be leveled. It would be leveled. It would be gone. There would be no insurance considerations because it would be so overwhelming. The whole yeah, yeah. all of Brampton, all of Toronto would be decimated like those cities are over there. The ass end would fall out of the banking system, so that would be gone. So here I would be at sixty. In here I would be at sixty five. You at sixty two with nothing. And how do you rebuild? Well, that's what those people are going through right now. All yeah. those people built lives like we would, like you and I have, and it's just all gone. It's gone. And when you see the video of the destruction and be in. in, in that's been uh-huh.
0: left. What is the point of that? Like, okay, so you're going to invade this country, uh-huh. maybe with the hope of taking it over, and then there's nothing to take over. It's all been, it's in ruins. You know,
2: yeah,
0: yeah it really is something that, and again, it's funny you watched that general, was his name Millie?
2: Uh-huh.
0: I had just watched it before you came on this morning, and I thought the same thing. I thought, you know, this is getting, not that it wasn't serious before. Right It's just Mm -hmm. If they're not If that guy thinks Somebody who's been at this game for 40 years If he thinks It's moving in a direction that Like I just keep hoping every time I turn the uh, My phone on in the morning That it's going to have been over
2: Yeah there's They find out where he is Putin and they You know But see you can't even There can't even be a secret Assault On where he is Because the early warning systems that they've got around him, I'm sure, are top-notch, to say the least. It's got to be an inside job. Somebody on the inside's got to blow his brains out. That's what we need.
0: Okay. And then we'll get on that. Yeah.
2: But, uh, you know, and I say all that stuff about all those people who have lost everything, and we see it, and it gets back to something's got to be done, and yeah maybe eventually the sanctions but how long is that going to take and how many people die in the meantime and but like you have not like not you have not those some of those people have nothing like nothing not not only have they lost their homes they've lost all their possessions and they're just wandering around Yeah, to where
0: well three million of them or more now women and children have left the country you know one of the things that that somebody said uh, one of the ukrainians on this video i was watching as well through an interpreter said you know we're we're a a country of 40 million people (laughs) this isn't this isn't some like you know a tiny Uh little country that of no of no note right this is 40 this is the same size as canada Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone like you or I had a home and had a job and had savings and they're all gone. And they're just, as you say, wandering around, wondering what's what's going to happen. And the other thing that's scary is, you know, they don't want to they're they're trying to hide where they're putting people in hospitals because the Russians are targeting them. Like, all those rules are out the window. And again, we're going to talk more about this with Tony. Yeah.
2: And how heartless are you? I mean, you're Vladimir Putin. Vladimir. And even boots on the ground. I mean, those soldiers, I mean, they're the ones that are... Are those directives to 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 slaughter those innocent people? Or is it, are they doing it just for fun? Because, you know, there's been all sorts of war crimes over the years at all levels. But if you're Vladimir Putin, all I said... Like, does that not go through his mind? Hey, I'm doing this and I'm but these people are losing their homes and they're losing their lives and they're losing their families. And can I you know, I want Ukraine, but can't I do it in a more humane way? Like that's not even going through his head. Like, well, we don't know. I mean, yeah.
0: How would you what know kind of a
2: monster is he?
0: Well, I don't have the answer and, and I don't think you're asking me the question.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: anyway, uh, let's uh, we know we can park that for a while. You know, there's other stuff we can talk about. Um, it is April. How-
2: mm-hmm.
0: What were you going to say?
2: Oh, I was going to say, how about the Leafs last night? A 5-1 lead in the second period, and they lose 7-6. I don't well, know
0: isn't I- that interesting? Because I was going to say, yeah. it is April, and the playoffs yeah. oh. will be coming. The it's, it's funny. I was literally going to ask you about your little team. Mm-hmm. It's April. The sun is shining. That means there will be playoffs soon. And uh, I was going to ask you for the status of your team, but I you, you beat me to the punch. 5-1. And then what happened?
2: But they've played really well lately, yeah. I got to say that. They won in Florida the night before, but they were up 5-1, and then it was 5-2, and then the goaltender, the kid, gave up a bad goal, and then he got hurt, and they brought Jack Campbell back in, and it was just an onslaught. And early in the third, they're down 6-5. And then they tie it late, and then lose it in overtime, but
0: are you getting more interested now that it's getting closer to the playoffs? Are you starting to watch more games? Because I know you said, you said you're not going to watch any game until after first well, round.
2: Like last night, I wasn't watching. I was actually watching some of the Raptors game because if the Raptors won, they more or less clinched a playoff spot and they want to get into the six position so they don't have to be part of this play-in thing. We can talk about that later. So then I looked up my phone and I saw... That it was 1-1 one, one after the first period. I thought, oh, I haven't missed much. And then all of a sudden, I saw it's 5-1 Leafs, so I put it on. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. And then it started to cave in. <laughs> Just
0: as soon as you started watching
2: it. So Where? I went back to the Raptor game. So I probably watched about 10 minutes of it.
0: Where um, Where's Matthews now? Is he got 40? Last I checked,
2: he had 47 goals? 54. He's at 54 now. Mm-hmm. He's tied with Rick Vive for the all-time Toronto Maple Leaf single season goal record.
0: 54? Mm-hmm. And um, how many more games do they got?
2: Uh, I think the Leafs have 10 more, 11 more, maybe. Seriously? Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty impressive. Like, he could get to, what, 65? Yeah, maybe. Isn't it crazy that the Leafs have a guy who is one of the superstars of the game yeah and and i'm gonna this is gonna sound dumb but i don't care isn't it interesting i find in in team sports where you could have one of if not the best player in the league in that team in that sport and it not impact the team's win loss i mean i guess it does to a point oh, it ha- but it i'm just it saying win loss success overall haven't got past the play- the first round in the playoffs
2: yeah, overall is the key, because they're having a pretty solid season. Sure. I mean, look at their record. They, but, it mean, again, it means nothing. Because I still, who they have to meet in the first round, I can't see them beating any of those teams in the first round. I can't.
0: But you have a guy that can be a potential 60-plus goal scorer. That doesn't matter. Howard.
2: Brad. The way these other teams are built, be it Florida, be it Tampa, be it Boston, even Carolina, the playoffs start and they look at and they and the first thing they're going to do is go after Mitch Marner, because without Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews is seriously depleted as a superstar. That's what they'll do. They'll shut those guys down and then it'll be up to the rest of the team and they have shitty goaltending. So, you know, I hate to be, uh, you know, Donnie Downer, Mm, but that's 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 how it's going to unfold. I can't see them. So what What does any of it mean? You know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I guess I'm getting at. It's hard to imagine that this team, you know, that made deals years ago to get this kid who turned out mm-hmm. to be everything they said he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And again, excuse my ignorance. Last I checked, he had 47 goals, which I thought was impressive. And mm-hmm. seven goals later, it's even more impressive. But it is interesting that somebody of that skill level doesn't translate to, yes, regular season. Wins are great, but doesn't relate doesn't translate to something beyond the first round of the playoffs.
2: Well arguably well, he is you know, Connor McDavid, the best player in the world. It hasn't done much for the Edmonton Oilers. I don't even know if they made the playoffs last year or if they did they didn't last long and the year before they didn't. So, you know, it's all about the team. It's yeah. how you build the team and the Leap Maple Leafs. So I think the, the biggest mistake they made, and listen, I was one of those guys. When they signed John Tavares, I thought, great, another piece. But that eleven million dollars now is a real, real sore thumb. It could that you know, with that eleven million dollars, you could have another defenseman and another solid winger. And what's he? What or even he's a contributing now? Huh? Or even a goaltender? A goaltender, and they're just built wrong. Sorry, and uh, and Tavares. This hmm. is his third.
0: Is this his third or fourth year?
2: something like that yeah he's been back a while yeah and uh the older he gets the more that contract is just going to be a and how
0: many more years left on this 11 million
2: dollars a lot and and that's a lot of cap that we call that a lot of cap room people yeah okay i'd say the next three years but but again you know if 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 matthews and marner are neutralized which they will be then you know Tavares is the second-line center. There's not a lot there anymore. And the goaltending's no good. Sorry, it isn't. All right. Um, Well, I can tell you
0: that uh, the big news in sports yesterday Uh was not Austin Matthews scoring 54 goals. And, uh, you know, I don't know what it means. Tiger Woods in a press conference sort of slyly said, uh, as of right now, I'm going to intend to play. That doesn't mean that tomorrow morning he may still decide, like, I don't think I can do this. What's interesting about him, and forget the fact that his leg was shattered. I saw some of the footage from that February 2021 crash. Like, it's insane where that car was, the embankment it went down, what it looked like. They just they, There was some video of the uh, the SUV being pulled out of the ravine, and it's like, what? That guy is now going to try and play golf, but I watched him. Uh, they had a bunch of video of him practicing, and he looks, he looks great, but he says in his estimation that the golf swing part isn't what he's worried about. It's the fact that he may not be able to walk all 72 holes. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is such a competitor, and say what you want about all the trouble that he's had over his lifetime in terms of you know boning waitresses, but in terms of an athlete... And I'm I'm just saying what other athletes say, people like Jordan and, you know, mm-hmm. other people from different sports, uh, Brady and such. They just look to him as something beyond just a guy playing a, a sport. Considering what he's had to do in terms of his physical reconstruction, it is remarkable. If, even if he just plays for a couple days, doesn't make the cut, which, by the way, I don't think he's there to do that. But just the fact that he's going to play. Is just something. I mean, it's. I know it attracts a lot of different people to the sport, but it is remarkable to see it.
2: Right, but at the same time, any other professional sport, and it's not even a consideration. You
0: no, know, of course not.
2: Yeah, he's a football player, a hockey player, a baseball player. I mean, it's not even a consideration. Uh, maybe, maybe
0: baseball. I mean, the way the way he. Yeah, I mean, if you had that injury, the way you got a plant. At the plate. Uh, yeah, you got to plant pretty hard when you're hitting at the, at the no, level he's swinging. Right. Well, but, but that aside, the fact that mm-hmm. why you know, why a 46 year old guy would even bother? And there was that moment in the press conference where somebody said, So, Tiger, given the fact that over your lifetime you say that you don't go to golf tournaments unless you're prepared to win, do you think you can win the Masters? And he was just sort of said, Yeah, I do. I'm like, What? <laughs> like, really? You haven't played a real golf tournament in 17 months yet? This guy thinks that come tomorrow he's got a reason a reasonable enough chance because i will say this having watched him since the mid-90s he's the type of person that if he didn't think that he had a chance he would have never showed up
2: right i saw that question discussed last night on one of the sports shows that was sort of an unfair question because what else is he gonna say no i don't have a you know what I mean? It was one of those questions. It's like, well, of course, the guy's going to say he has a chance to win, because what else would he say? No, nah, guys, I'm just here now. Nah, I don't have a chance.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, other people would say, I'm just here to enjoy the thing. I'm, you know, a lot of other people could have said a lot. Oh, he wouldn't have said anything else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. other golfers, other athletes might say, listen, I'm just happy. And he did. He said, listen, I'm very grateful to be here. I'm thankful to the people that helped me. Mm-hmm. But. That question was – they planted that question. I'm not saying it – it uh-huh. was inevitable no, that I someone – because anyone who's covered him for years, which everyone in that press conference has, they all right. know that's sort of his thing. I don't come to play just to make the cut. I come to play to see if I can win. But I don't – you know, I'm just looking at my master's pool here and who I have. I've got him in there because he's in the past champions category, but, you know, I don't – you, what do you mean? You got well, it's a, it's a kind of pool where it's an accumulation of the it's you're picking 10 players and whoever has the most money based on how they finish. It's not okay. just who will win. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think he's going to be in contention. I think he might make the cut. I think he'll be around for the four days if he can make it on his his leg. But I just don't think he's had enough recent tournament experience. But then it's Tiger Woods. You never know.
2: Well, he's been. How many practice rounds has he played?
0: Uh, I don't know. You mean at, at Augusta over the last? Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe The past couple of days, I wonder. Two or three. Like he's playing nine no. holes a day. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about
2: tournament experience. He hasn't oh, had a no, tournament no, no, experience no, I'm in just a saying, while. You said it all depends whether he can walk it or not. Yeah. I'm just one, I'm just wondering over the past couple of days how much. He's put that to the test. Is that what's making him say that? He's walked nine and thought, "Ugh, geez, I don't know. We're touch and go here, or there's a chance that I may, you know, in the heat of battle, not be able to do this. Uh, I think all of that's correct. I mean, I don't think yeah. he's
0: played enough uh, played enough reason uh, re- recent golf. Is that you, sir? Is that David? Yes, it is. How do you do? Hello, David. How are you? I'm Howard. This is Fred. Um, no, we, we've talked, but we've never seen.
2: We have. We have. Oh,
1: okay. Back exactly. when uh, last go around, one of our uh, one of our clients' uh, fellow from Stateview Homes uh, with, with MS about a year ago. Uh,
0: okay. So
1: Where does Where does twelve months go?
0: Yeah, okay uh, Well, David Eisenha- Eisenstadt is the author of a, of a book called 30 Notable Canadian Jewish Musicians It's called Under the Radar David, welcome to the show How are you today?
1: Well, I am just delighted to be here And I'm very well Thank you for uh, your time And uh, let's have
0: some fun So uh, we're going to so play uh, Our producers said we're going to play Jew or not Jew uh, I'm Jewish, so I can play this game. Um, and so am I. Obviously, Fred's uh, honorary because we've been friends so long. Oh, yeah. um, I'm a free agent. I'm willing to. He'll go, go anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> so, David, first of all, what was the impetus for writing the book? And then we'll play this game with you, and we'll see if we can figure out who is and who isn't.
1: Sure. Well, you know, as, as you well know, the world of journalism has changed a lot, um, and I guess back uh, a couple of years ago, just pre-pandemic, uh, a couple of major media outlets uh, started to bite the dust, as has happened in radio and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, e Canidesi, the Italian Daily Tank and the Canadian Jewish News a weekly, uh, long-standing uh, tabloid publication with not a very good website uh, Tanked second time. Some guys in the community reached out to me and said, how'd you like to write some articles? And so I thought, well, okay, they said, no advertising, uh, labor of love, um, no one's gonna get paid. said, so let me think about it, thought about it, came back to them and said, I have an idea. There are tons of musicians, male, female, et cetera, et cetera, who are, are very much under the radar. Uh, and I'd like to find a way to write historical pieces, not music critique, and I'm not going to write puff, but, but just to find a way to bring people alive. And I set up uh, a certain criteria, and off to the races, I started writing weekly columns, subsequently morphing into this book, Under the Radar.
0: Um, who would we be surprised? Like I said to Fred, I said th- I can think of three off the top of my head, which was you know Leonard Cohn, Getty Lee, Stephen Page. So those okay. are sort of the obvious ones. Who who would be under the radar that we would be surprised?
1: Well, I made I made the decision that that uh, people. Um, in my, in my view, that's key, and that's sort of even in the book, that phrase, in my view, uh, under the radar, um, Geddy Lee wasn't going to make it, he didn't need my help, nor did Drake. Uh, nor did Robbie Robertson, although I really do want to write a piece about Robbie Robertson. Um, Stephen Page, I've subsequently written about him in my ongoing, I've actually done 61 columns since roughly the beginning of the pandem- pandemic, basically pop one out for every Sunday, uh, 750, 800 words, um, an easy read, and there's all kinds of interesting stuff. Um, Mark Jordan, I know with Amy Sky, who are both in the book, was on your show earlier, yeah. I guess a week or so ago. And uh, one of the bits of feedback that came uh, to me about Mark Jordan was, hmm, I knew he was Jewish. I didn't know he was Canadian. What the book is evoking is the phrase, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Who knew? really, and these are genuine comments from all kinds of people who get surprised. Offer Harnoy, wonderful cellist. Um, her world changed a little bit uh, with regard to um, uh, marital relations. Um, she took time off from her career, actually, to really help her mom through a very serious health crisis. Subsequently, um, she remarries, Love of her life from from way back when, and uh, the fellow's by, the fellow's name is Mike Harriet, uh, wonderful multi uh, instrumentalist uh, lives in Saint John's Newfoundland. People going, offer oh, horn. I lives in Saint John's Newfoundland. Mm. Like
0: yeah, you know, I don't know who that is.
1: She could have, she could have lived on the moon. I mean, yeah. but it, you know, again, here, here's the criteria for for my selections: Canadian. Not necessarily Canadian-born, Jewish, all genres, all genders, in, individuals or groups, alive or dead, mm. and that's that's really how I zeroed in on this collection.
2: Yeah, because Mark Jordan, I believe, was born in the states and then moved here, so that 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 allows him to qualify.
1: Absolutely, and I, I thought initially I was going to write. One Piece, Mark and Amy, and then when I started digging into stuff, um, and, you know, 750 words isn't a lot, but, you know, I I didn't think uh, uh, splitting up the pair Mm. would do them justice. So um, uh, both Mark and and Amy are in the book. You mentioned Stephen Page before, Howard. I have subsequently written about him. As I've written about Boris Brock, who just uh, tragically passed... Away, uh hit-and-run accident in Hamilton. I'd written about Boris Roth about three months ago. And clearly, if there's a second book, um, they, they'd be in the book. No question.
0: Okay, so Mark Jordan, Stephen Page, Leonard Cohen, Getty Lee, these are all fairly notable. So, uh, give us a couple other uh, Jewish musicians that were under the radar.
1: Well, uh, two fellows... Um, Phil Levitt and Stan Fisher. Uh, they were two of the four uh, vocalists in The Diamonds. Remember Little Darlin? Bomb, bomb, Little Darlin?
2: Yeah. Back, mm. back in the
1: 50s? Not they really. actually They actually um, were uh, students at U of T. Uh, Phil was uh, subsequently graduated as a mechanical engineer, and, and Stan, uh, a lawyer. And they went off to New York and. Wow. Um, did did a number and again you know if if one sometimes takes the stereotypical name you go levitt well that's jewish fisher probably not Mm -hmm. now again
2: but is there anyone like in the you know the super spotlight, like the guys we named at the beginning, like uh, Drake, or that we, we wouldn't be aware of, because though even those two guys you mentioned there, me being—I don't know whether it's the fact that I'm non-Jewish or what—I don't really recognize those.
1: People. Well, Corey Hart's a good example. Okay. okay, Corey
2: Hart. See, I didn't know. There you go.
0: There
2: you go. Uh, uh, he wears his Brand. abaca at night, right? Yeah, yeah. What about Oscar Brand?
0: <laughs> does,
1: does that name ring ring any bells? Who who? Oscar Brand.
0: Oscar Brand.
1: He he um, he was a folk singer. Okay. Um, actually, from Winnipeg, and um, he wound up um, penning all kinds of uh, tunes. One of them being uh, "Something to Sing About," uh, the title of the tune. And yes, it was, it was at one point considered as a possible replacement uh, for the Canadian national anthem.
0: Wow. You know, I just, it, it's very interesting. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be one of those things where you go, did you know that Tommy Hunter's real name was Tommy Schwunzen? You know, I mean, I thought it was going to be like one of those things where Ann Murray was really born, mm. Anne Shapiro. Mm. Um, but in, in your, so we've got Corey Hart now that I didn't know about that. Some other musicians. Uh, who is the one musician that most people would be like, what? I had no idea.
1: That's 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 really a tough one because if if you're not familiar with a particular genre, yes, you wouldn't get it exactly. Um, this this one, Howard, isn't in my book, but I've recently done a piece on Maureen Forrester, the okay. operatic contralto. Again, remember, I'm talking about all genres. I'm trying to yeah. cover trying to cover all sorts of things, and people going Maureen Forrester. She was she was like the mm-hmm. queen of opera. Mm-hmm. Jewish. Well, uh, she in fact converted, married a. A TSO violinist by the name of Eugene Cash. Mm -hmm. She, in fact, became more Jewish than he.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Linda Cash, we've had on the show, a good friend of the show, worked with our buddy Dan Duran. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So Linda Cash is Maureen Forrester's daughter. I knew that. How did you know that? that? Yeah. Uh Yeah. But yeah. did you know she was Jewish? Uh, no, but you know why? Because I don't judge people that way. Well, yeah, no. he's very, no, 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 no. he's
0: very non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, i tell you, it's a fascinating, uh, look at this, uh, interesting subject under the radar book.com is how you find out more about this, a history about 30 notable Canadian Jewish musicians. You know maybe down the line you could do uh, notable Canadian broadcasters. Let's try and get that one together before I die, please Dave no, uh, okay you're you're on the list <laughs> <laughs> I just want I want to get maybe notable broadcasters from Moose Jaw that are Jewish. maybe I'll get I into want, that one
1: one of one of the joys you see i i'm, I'm most I'm most receptive to getting uh, recommendations uh, I'm just working on one now uh Paul Hofford lighthouse oh, oh cool. And uh, of course, he and Skip Prokop started that uh, that group back in '68, which is another
0: century. Well, I'll tell you what, it's an interesting uh, idea, and what a uh, all all the best to you under the radar book.com is david eisenstadt's uh book and i see it's a cover designed by evan eisenstadt is that your son or grandson
1: absolutely no he's my son Uh he's my son very nice shamelessly
0: i'll show you what it looks like i know i'm looking at it now it looks amazing there we go all right my friend thank you david and all the best to you under the radar go to under the radar book.com
1: and you can get it on Amazon. Absolutely.
0: Take care. All the best. We'll yeah, talk to you soon. Thanks, Ray. There you go. Okay, buddy.
2: Um, yeah, I had no idea. This is one of those things like, I, Corey
0: Hart I had no idea. If it meant an award, I'd turn Jewish. Hmm. Well, maybe that's what's held us back all these years.
2: Maybe you could have, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I I told you about my walk uh, through downtown Brampton yes. yesterday. Fantastic story. Well, well they have the, the they have the Brampton Walk of Fame, you know. And I'm how are uh, you not on that? I don't know how. It's ridiculous. Well, some of the most of the names I don't even, you know, Scott Thompson's there of course. Of course yeah. Michael Sarah is there and Russell Peters, but a lot of them. And, and, and I know my buddy Doug Willens. I think he campaigned for me on some level, but I was just flatly rejected. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, no. these some of these people, and it it's like, who are they? Oh. Who are they? Who are? Who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? How would they, they get
0: preference over me? Well, I just find it ridiculous that somehow you haven't been considered, or if you were considered, how you were flatly rejected. It really is a, an insult
2: to everything I stand for. And look how I've promoted the, t- the city of Brampton <laughs> over the past 40 years. Tirelessly. Say- oh, I, it never stops. It's you know, you could have
0: gone the other opposite. You could have been one of those guys... I mean humans because they don't see gender. Uh-huh. You could have been one of those people that just made your whole thing about how stupid Brampton was and blah 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 Brampton this, but you went the opposite way. should be proud of yourself.
2: Here, here, here's a quick little story. This gives you. Here's how I defend Brampton. Up at the Tin Palace, there was a guy bought bought a trailer, a new guy, and we're meeting him one day, and I said, "Hey, how are you?" And he says, uh, "Where do you live?" And I said, "Brampton," and he goes, "Oh, Bramladesh." I, the first time I meet the guy, nice. he says that to me. Yeah, so I, I just cut him out of my life from that moment on. And Dan Duran still sort of talks to the guy and hobnobs with him, mm. and I know it annoys Dan a bit because I have no use for this guy. I don't. I don't want to be around him. I don't want to talk to him because I'm thinking anybody that would do that is just a dick.
0: Well, yeah. But, uh, talk about you don't. Who first of all two four things, but two are you, he doesn't know if you might get offended by that shitty exactly. Indian reference. Secondly. How does he know you're not proud to live in Brampton?
2: Well, this is it, Howard. I could give you two ha- others,
0: but I'm, I'm busy. Got to read something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got to read and Dan something. Dan said to me last year, you're not going to let that go, are no, you? No, don't said, let it no, go. I no, I'm not going to let it go. That's all you Where need you? to know about that person. One chance at a first impression, and That's that guy it. fucking blew it.
0: Fucking Bramladesh, Huh? Yeah. Where are yeah. you from, dickweed? Oh, yeah, well, you
2: don't from need... from the Schwab. Oh, is he? The dirty... Well, I got a half an hour of material on the schwa, but I will, you know. Half an hour? Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: really? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe while while you're doing your half an hour, I'll come up with the other two things I would be outraged about. (laughs) I just know there could be at least four. Hey, uh, you know, uh, uh, David there with the Under the Radar book is our Gig Sky guest of the day. Oh, okay. If you download the Gig Sky app, come on already. How many times do we have to tell you to do this? Android or iOS uh, access mobile data coverage in over 190 countries. I hope not Russia. Uh, using your phone's eSIM, it's the easiest, most affordable, and convenient and convenient way to stay connected internationally. Uh, we've all had such great experiences with it. You were down in the states in the fall. You were gig skying in your car all the way there. Come Fantastic. on, people download the app today enter the code hf 2022 for five dollars off your first plan do it for god's sake or visit gigsky.com for more information okay sir what do you have to say what do you have to say about yourself
2: Well, what I have to say is uh, the retirement Sherpa, Tim is a uh, portfolio manager, Raymond James, a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund. Uh, Tim is not going to be on the show today, which is sort of sad because, of course, he would bring a lot more uh, information to the show about, uh, you know, investing and taxes. Again, it's April. You got to think about that. I got a text here
0: from uh, the Sherpa. And he just wants to say, uh, because the Masters is on this week, he says, If you'd like to master your retirement lifestyle, financial plan, investments, insurance, tax effectiveness, and more, Professor Nibblesworth is here for you. All right. He wants you to know that he can help you master your retirement lifestyle. It looks like... uh, the assistant regional director to the prime minister has uh, mastered his lifestyle, his retirement lifestyle. Where are you?
4: I'm in Panama.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you're actually outside? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guys that I'm
4: with are still sleeping, so I had to go outside.
2: <laughs> Why are you in Panama?
4: Well, a friend of mine has a villa in the mountains, and uh, he invited me down, oh. so, uh, you know, why not, right?
0: All right, you're a rock and roll guy. Here's your theme song today. Yeah, of course. Yeah, baby. All right, let's uh, welcome the uh, host of another, And Another Thing podcast, as well as a international uh, speaker on all things uh, diplomacy, uh, diplomatic, uh, I don't even have a. He's a former uh, Minister of Health for Ontario, and he is our leading, uh, our senior uh, political correspondent. Say hi to Tony Clement. Hello, Tony. Hello, everybody. All right, let's get to it. So um, we've we've been asking you during this uh, special military operation a couple of things to maybe put in perspective. Where are we at in all of this, and, and where is this going?
4: Well, the, the war is grinding on. Um, first of all, as I think I said on your show um, at the start of this, uh, Putin is a liar. So uh, don't take anything that he says about, uh, you know, willing to discuss uh, something that will be less than, in his mind, certain victory. So I think that uh, he is he's trying to play the world for fools and uh, he, he wants He wants total victory against Ukraine. I think that's pretty clear. He believes that Ukraine is not a country. Ukrainians are not uh, a people that are separate from Russians. And uh, he's willing to use uh, his military to do that. What he's finding, however, is that uh, all of the reports from his generals and from his state security uh, about how easy it would be to 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 win in Ukraine, has come crashing down and i, I think that uh, he's still being shielded from the, the the real horrors of the war i really do believe that uh that's his fault nobody else's fault uh and uh he's he's arrested generals and he's put under house arrest red his state state security chief so i think he's starting to realize that all is not going well but i don't think that changes his ultimate strategy which is total victory in ukraine so that's that's what the world is dealing with unfortunately
2: And and how is the world dealing with it? Because every day, you know, we keep hearing the line. Something's got to be done. More's got to be done. Like, what can be done? Like, other than going after him, getting his ass. But for obvious reasons, we can't do that. How do we stand back and watch this every day without that happening? And what good is Ukraine to him if, if it's rubble? Or does he even care about that?
4: I don't think he even cares about that i I think that uh he cares about one thing which is which is achieving his his goal which is victory in ukraine so uh, and i don't think even if he says well i'll just i'll retreat my troops to the donbass region uh, uh, which is eastern Ukraine, then uh, that that will be a win. I don't think he'll ever treat it as a win. He'll use that as a partial victory for now and then go for total victory later. So we're, we're left with the same thing. So what do we do about it? I think uh, the world ag- agrees on certain things, which is tightening up the sanctions, which is, uh, you know, war materiel going to Ukraine. And I think there's a lot more of that, guys, going than we hear about in the news. I, I'm I sorry, that, what
0: is that? War material? Uh, t- uh, tanks, uh, uh, rocket launchers. Oh, okay, uh, I see. The, uh, like
4: that, that, that kind of physical. stuff. Yeah, but, right.
0: But, but, yeah. but back to what Fred was get, said there, and I, I was going to ask the same thing. What's the point of taking over Ukraine if there's nothing to take over? I, I was looking at some of the video this morning and some of the atrocities, and it's just a lot to take in for everybody. And you just, your heart... Goes out to those people, but in the end, okay. So let's say he wins. There's nothing left. What's the
4: point? Yeah, there's there's a lot left. I, I mean, obviously we're 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 stunned by the damage in Mariupol and uh, outside of Kiev, and uh, obviously uh, the uh, we're angered as we should be by the war crimes that are going on there. But you know, Ukraine is the fifth largest grain producer in the world it's the it's the uh i think the second largest fertilizer producer there's a lot there uh that will uh that uh, if you wanted to rape the countryside uh, you know putin could do yes yeah. so so yeah i mean i think there's from putin's point of view which is twisted and, and the view of a monster there is a lot that still can be done with ukraine for okay. sure
2: you yeah, know and i saw a report on that the other night uh take toronto for example they could decimate Etobicoke or the west side of the city and there's so much there's so much other city left that you don't see that on the news. You only see what's been damaged. You know what I mean? So it's like it seems a lot Lynn, I hate to underplay it but it seems a no, lot bigger than it is as far yeah. as the damage goes based on
0: what we've seen. And And in this particular scenario could we also decimate Brampton as well because I don't think it's fair to decimate Etobicoke and Brampton, and without Brampton, I'm just yeah. Seems a bit specific.
4: Brampton <laughs> <laughs> always wants to be part of the equation.
0: Um, uh-huh. So okay, so there is an end game um, internationally. Okay, sanctions, all these things, and, and and what we just said about tightening up those. But if it hasn't made a difference now, do you believe, Tony, that a month from now Putin might go? You know what? I, on second thought, okay. Let's negotiate and we'll we'll stop this because I said to Fred earlier, I just keep waking up every day, looking at my phone, hoping, oh, and now talks are in. They've made some progress, but there's it's not there. So what's the what's what is he right. waiting for?
4: Yeah, I think if if the headline is uh, Howard, that uh, he's willing to negotiate, I think he's lying. I he, the guy is a congenital liar and he, he uses lies to advance his mission. So, uh, yeah, there could be a headline uh Putin says he's willing to negotiate I wouldn't trust him uh, as far as I could throw him quite frankly and I think his ultimate mission is to to you know to to take over Ukraine to take over other parts of the former Soviet Union that he feels uh, he has said for years now for for decades that the greatest tragedy of the 20th century was the dissolution of the soviet union that's what he believes nobody else in the world believes that but he believes that
2: and he is a heartless madman right because the way that's unfolding there and just the unnecessary death and destruction you've got to be you've got to be a special kind of evil to oversee that
4: you do. Uh, and also, uh, I think it shows the undiscipline of the Russian army. Uh, you know, we 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 uh, live in a world where we think armies are, are professional yeah. uh, and that they're run by professionals uh, because that's the case in the West. It's not the case in Russia. One of the telltale things, by the way, uh, was I think there's been nine generals who have been killed in action. Uh, Russian generals, by, they've been killed by Ukraine. And that's very interesting. Why? Why are there generals being killed? They're being killed because they're on the front lines and then they're taken out by snipers. Why are they on the front lines? They have to be on the front lines because they have to instill discipline, Mm -hmm, which is sorely lacking in their troops. They they know that if they're on the back lines, the the troops are going to run amok. And so they're on the front lines and then they get picked off by the Ukrainians. It's a fascinating part of this war.
0: You know what else is fascinating is the disinformation. I brought that up earlier in the show because I, I saw some, you know, you, you look at those the video and the images from Bucha Buka, uh, and then how it's being spun in Russia. And I said to Freddie, I said, you know, if you kind of wanted to know the genesis of the fake news, everything is a staged uh, event. It came from Russia and that's why it became popular with Trump. But you really do see in the Russian media they're looking into the camera and saying oh no no this is all staged these aren't really or this was done by the ukrainians to themselves etc well Ru- russian
4: media plus tucker carlson
0: plus tucker yeah, well you know there's another fascinating uh, if you could you have ever imagined an american broadcaster continuing to side with a foreign invader enemy of your state but let's just start with the russian disinformation
4: Yeah, and uh, you're absolutely right. And and I think there is whatever independent polling there can be done in Russia shows that uh, the the Russian people who are not aware of the situation, uh, uh, that they believe the the Russian disinformation. One of the things that uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said yesterday was he urged Russian people to to get a VPN so that they could actually read and, and, and digest news that that's actually true about yeah. what's going on, which I thought was very smart of him to try to drive a little bit of a wedge between Putin and the people, because obviously Putin is lying to his people. So uh, one other thing I want to mention, uh, Humble, because you, 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 you reminded me of this uh, uh, by the Biden administration has been really warning uh, about chemical weapons about to be used by Russia, because the more they're backed into this corner of, of a losing war, the more desperate Putin will become. And and uh, the reason they are the the Americans are saying that is because there's a lot of disinformation and false flag going on right now. And by that, I mean, the Russians are talking about, oh, they've discovered chemical uh, plants in Ukraine and and that this is all leading to uh, a chemical weapons attack, which they will blame on Ukraine rather than, of course, admitting to it themselves.
2: Yeah, that that slimy uh, trick. One thing that I will say with the Russians finding about the information, though, like that that's great. But look at the support Donald Trump still has in the United States. People totally refusing to believe what's yeah. laid right in their lap information. They take the, the the insurrection like it just blows my mind. These people that are still behind Trump after all he's done and all he has said, even to this point where last week he said Putin. Should come clean and divulge information about Hunter Biden. So, <laughs> yeah. So during during this conflict, where this madman is slaughtering people, he's saying, "Yeah, Putin should uh, give us some information on the sitting uh, American president." And people, that would be enough for me as an American to hate his guts. But he still has support. So you can dish all this information to the Russians you want. There's going to be a segment of that population, too, that are going to, hey, he's our guy and we support him. And And, and, it's maddening. The
4: the, the polling in Russia shows uh, when they ask about Ukraine and Ukrainians, the Russians say, we love Ukraine. We love Ukrainians. It's so sad that they're run by a Nazi. Yeah, they, they, you know that's what they believe. Yeah, and it's like you're tearing your hair yeah. out. And, and you know, Fred, that was uh, that's, that's kind
0: that's, of that's kind of my point. That if, yeah. if you ever it, it, that that disinformation and it goes back to the, the you know the the mm-hmm. final solution, the third right playbook. But that's where that's what it is. It's first. So what? What does he say? Hitler said. So um, seeds of doubt around the media. That's what this is. We're seeing mm-hmm. it in real time. And and I've thought that too, Tony. That why can't with the internet. Somehow those people see what's really going on, but it doesn't matter because they'll see it and think it's fake. They'll see those bodies that have had their hands bound and shot. They'll think that was staged. And that's that's the real problem is we don't it's hard to distinguish anymore what's real and what's what's not.
2: Yeah, well, well, just think about that. Uh, the, The two things that Trump has done, what he did with Biden and the information through Putin and an insurrection and Americans apparently, you know, get all access to all the free yep. information they want, and they still stand behind him. There's a domestic thing I want to ask you about here, too. The ambassador to Russia is still in Canada. How can that be? Kick, kicking them out. I mean, uh, uh, I, I actually
4: tweeted about this a few days ago. Uh, about Hold on, uh, my my internet is unstable. Can you still hear oh, me? Oh yeah, we're no, fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. Okay. Right? Yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, Gary Keller, who uh, worked for, for oh, there he goes. Okay. Mr. John Baird uh, tweeted out, and I and I, I retweeted it um, that we, we have there's a full staff in the Russian embassy in Ottawa right now. Uh, Sweden <laughs> has kicked out uh, kicked out Russians. Uh, NATO countries have kicked out Russians from their embassies. So why and have we done wait? nothing? Why I. I've, it's mystifying i don't i don't know i mean that that to me is an easy thing half of them are spies anyway uh, yeah. so kick them out
2: yeah that doesn't make any sense and and i know you know mr never ask a question has been asked about that and he st- he won't answer it obviously he never does answer a question trudeau but to me that's embarrassing because you can t- you can talk all you want about sanctions and this but that is just that's just grassroots there that should have been, been empty, step
4: one. Yeah, Fred, and you can say it's an empty gesture, but look, our, our NATO allies have said, look, you know, we want to treat Russia as a pariah. Yeah. This is an mm-hmm. easy way, an easy way to treat them as a pariah, reduce their footprint in our country because they're a malevolent force in our country as well. Uh, and they're they're up to no good here in Canada. Uh, So, yeah, I I think that's a that's a simple, easy thing. It shouldn't be the only thing you do, but it should be one thing that
0: you do. But the thing is, we're already signed on with sanctions. We're already involved in that. Why isn't forget as an empty gesture? Isn't it just kind of routine? This is going on. You have to leave now.
4: I I would have thought so. And I'm I'm sure that they've had discussions in the G7 countries on this as well. Uh, But um, again, no answer for you other than it should be done.
2: And here's the explanation I heard yesterday why it should be done. What's going on in Ukraine? What the Russian government is doing to those people? These representatives of the Russian government are here in Canada going to restaurants, enjoying their nice, warm uh, homes, and, uh, you know, living life. Diplomatic status? A, A diplomatic status? They're living the high life here in Canada. Well, their government, who they represent is slaughtering people get them to fuck out of the country is what i would say
4: 100 percent, and you know they're driving around and their uh red uh license plated uh, limos uh not yeah. paying their parking tickets yeah, and, yeah. you know i get it
0: yeah um yeah you, yeah, you, you are getting a little bit st- you know frozen zoomy I'm not, I'm not sure if you can still hear us uh, as we uh, come to the end of another segment though I, I am curious i think i asked you this last time if you can hear me like what is the best case scenario i mean I know, I know the fantasy is we shoot him in the head and it's great but uh like if 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 a world war is 10 where are we what are we at 5 Are we at 6
4: yeah i think that things have stabilized uh, a little bit since
2: last month and uh i think
0: no it's too bad he's starting to break up i can't hear him can you hear him i can't hear him
2: no Well, he's in Panama. I I was surprised it was that good for that long. No, no, it was great. Tony, we just
0: just missed the last thing you said. I'm sorry.
4: Sorry. uh, Yeah, my Internet is a little bit unstable here, but uh, a frozen conflict, uh, a frozen conflict where both sides have enough force not to be defeated, but they Mm -hmm. don't have enough to defeat the other. So the war in Ukraine rages on for month after month after month after month. Civilian casualties uh unbearable uh but no side can claim victory or 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 concede defeat so that i think is still the most likely scenario one of the things that comes out of that is nato is united uh, europe is united with america all these things that were weren't true two months ago are true now uh that's a positive but of course the the great sufferers in all of this are the ukrainian people Yeah. yeah
2: You know, and I think about Putin, it's just, again, why he's a madman. He's a world pariah. I would imagine even in Russia now, he's got to be careful about who walks into a room with him. Right?
4: Well, I mean, you know, he wants people sitting 40 feet away from him. Yeah, he's the not.
0: He might be a <laughs> oh, madman word. or he might be a pariah, but he isn't stupid. Right. Yeah. And So he yeah. so what kind of a life is that for him?
2: You know, yeah, really?
0: but, but he has surrounded himself... With just a, a, a whole multi layers of people, oh, yeah. sycophants and whatever, mm-hmm. he may not be getting the real story. I think you said that, Tony. Tony uh, Clement, uh, thanks for taking some time out of your vacation. Well deserved, I'm sure. You're running. Thank you. You lots know, of
4: good, lots of nice golf around here. Oh,
0: I bet uh, you. Humbled. I bet you. Actually, there's going to be some. Uh, Nice golf around here we're starting to get some decent springtime uh, spring lakes temperatures and, and always a pleasure when 's the next uh, and another thing podcast are uh, being released
4: We did a banter episode yesterday uh, okay. talking about the Ontario provincial election and WrestleMania were mm. two topics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, next week we'll be uh, we'll be <laughs> interviewing uh, John Baird, the former Foreign Affairs Minister. So probably talking about what we've been talking about here. Fantastic.
2: Today. Mm-hmm. Um, would you recommend uh, Panama as a, uh, a winter destination?
4: You know, what? there are a lot of Canadians down here, mm-hmm. Fred, uh, yeah. and um, I think the tourism is underappreciated. Like, uh, it's not like Costa Rica. I think it's better than Costa Rica. Oh. The roads are better. The infrastructure is better. Oh. Uh, and it's kind of unspoiled a little bit, and I'm in the mountains. It's like it goes from 22 to 25 or 6 degrees. That's it. Uh, so you're not you're not sweating uh, sweating uh, you know through a cool. day. And um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. I, I love it oh, here. Yeah. All Sounds right, like sir.
0: San Miguel. Yeah. All right. Listen, Minister uh, Clement. Hey, hey. Always a pleasure checking in with you. We'll talk to you soon, and hopefully uh, next time it's you know with some better news. All the best to you, Tony Clement. Take care, guys. Okay, buddy. Take it, uh, Take it now. Of course, we already had our Gig Sky guest of the day, uh, but Tony Clement is a part of this program
2: and is brought to you by. Yes, uh, Bodog, whether you're a sports better, a horse racing fan, a poker casino player, Bodog, your number one source of online gambling entertainment from their industry-leading odds, world-class sportsbook, and feature-rich poker room uh, to their fully-loaded casino and racebook. They've been providing Canadian players with an unparalleled gaming experience since 1994. Go to Bodog, click on Masters, and uh, all the odds are there. Have some fun with it, Okay. Uh, A lot of people, you know, in their pools and wagering. Well, Bodog offers uh, the same. Bodog is the place to go. I'll
0: tell you what else. You know, yesterday we talked to that. So, so that influencer manager, uh, that was great from uh, GoDaddy. Do you remember her name? Was it Sarah?
2: Yes, it was Sarah.
0: I think it was. We don't have. I don't have her name in front of me. It doesn't matter. I mean, well, it I does matter. It. Yeah. Would you do that? Will I tell everyone about GoDaddy. Uh-huh. GoDaddy, as we found out from so many different people, is a uh, power behind small business and entrepreneurs. Over 25 years, 20 million customers around the globe. There's no better time than right now. Like, there's a perfect example of somebody that. You know, is in the world of social media influencing and yet turned to GoDaddy. What, what do you have the name for me? Yes, uh, Sarah Kunar. Yes. And Sarah is uh, like a lot of people using GoDaddy because it's, it's free and friendly phone support 24-7. No credit card is required. You can start your website for free, man, with GoDaddy. That's right, man okay joe i know <laughs> visit godaddy.ca man to learn more yeah poor joe we were talking about oh wow. grandpa joe buddy before the uh show started there a uh, video of obama was at the white house yesterday for the first time since he left and uh announcing something to do with obamacare which of course the republicans hated you know, God forbid people get health insurance in that country. You can't have that. You know, they pay so much money. Forget health insurance. They pay so much money for pharmaceutical, you know, mm-hmm. prescriptions. That that alone should tell them that they're living in a shithole country. Like, they're spending so much more than we are, and it's all because of the, I don't want to be a conspiracy guy, but, the, you know, pharma, the pharma companies, in the states really are doing a disservice. do you want to talk about not patriotic
2: mm-hmm.
0: anyway, Obama's there yesterday, and poor old Joe, you know the speeches are over, and everyone's gathering around Obama, and then just Joe's wandering around like your uncle at the party that no one wants to talk to. It's just sad like
2: it it was frightening to see it's yeah, everybody just goes at Obama and they're all standing around him, and all this adoration and Joe like. Again, he looked like a somebody's grandpa who momentarily was disoriented. <laughs> nobody around him. And, yeah. And listen, as much as I despise you, despise Donald Trump and that whole structure down there. That's a serious problem for them. Oh, it's a serious problem on a lot of. I mean, I mean, less. I'll say it's
0: a less of a serious problem running the country because he's just one of a million people running the country. Right. Uh, but it's you know they're not he's not running again to be president he's seventy eight really? now he'd have to run again when he's eighty,
2: but you know Howard, it's all so superficial with that kind of thing, you know, like the average person doesn't scratch more a lot below the surface, and they'll see that today and know yeah. that's their image that's their idea of their current government uh I know.
0: We're in a weird, weird time. Yeah, I'd say. I'm just watching the video now. So there's two videos. There's one where Joe's wandering around like he doesn't know how, where the door is. And then there's another one where Obama and a group of people are standing around and Joe sort of starts on the inside of a circle that's just forming. And then it okay. sort of shuts him out of it. And then he, it's like he's still talking to Obama while Obama's talking. It's just <laughs> it's just odd. And I've been saying this for a long time. This is not the guy that should have been running the country.
2: Yeah, the Brandon crew is loving that. Oh, yeah. They're all over that today. Yeah. Yeah. If that If they had just
0: two weeks before the 2016 election, mm-hmm. those emails get brought up again, even though they had been put mm-hmm. away, the email lady, this would have been her second term Uh COVID would have been different. There never would have been a Trump. He wouldn't be telling people to put bleach in their eyeballs. There wouldn't have been an insurrection. There would have been... None of that would have happened. But for two weeks prior to the election, Uh I guess it was Comey or Mueller, I can't remember which, brought up the emails again. And as you just said, you know, the fly-by, you know, people that don't really pay attention. And that was enough to turn the election in his favor. Even Uh though she had... Mm-hmm. more votes than he did.
2: Oh, yeah, she won the popular vote, and Biden did by even more. Yeah. Um, here's the problem, too. You know, it, 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 it doesn't matter what the situation is, but the sitting guy or person gets credit for the current situation. It's You know, all the accolades and, and, and respect and... Um, that trump gets for the economy when he was president you know he was handed he was handed it on a silver platter by obama obama took the country from 2008 it's there to be seen every indicator just bound zooming up trump takes it you know and i guess to his credit you know nurtured it a bit and he gets credit for everything even now, with Biden, so much of what is happening now isn't his fault, but unfortunately, you're the guy in charge, so it's on your shoulders. Yeah. And again, w- w- the point of this being the perfect storm to that bastard getting back into power. Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't think he's getting back, and I'll tell you why. It's not about the Democrats. I just don't think he's going to be able to get out of the primaries. I think this, really? I, I I I just do. I think because of those. All because here is what's going to happen. All those guys are going to turn against him. The Desantis's, the Christies, I, a couple others that are thinking of running. Those guys that have been his crews, they've all been his buddies. But a seventy-five or six-year-old Donald Trump, you know, is wounded now. Because there is a lot of stuff that, uh-huh. and this is my theory that the Republican Party right now is ready is going to unleash in the primary season which is going to start soon next year unleash a um of a pushback against him because they don't want they uh, somewhere in that party they know they can't have him be the president again
2: no i understand but i mean it all gets back to the people i mean they vote in the primaries and uh you know he's been forgiven an insurrection does it get much worse than that like i i hope you're right and uh I think if he runs, the only thing that will stop him is a bullet. Okay, you
0: know you got a lot. You're 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 counting on a lot of people being killed. Putin, Trump. No one's no one's. A lot of people aren't. (laughs) Uh No one's running around shooting people.
2: No, no, and that that's the point. He, he won't. He'll run. I think he'll be the guy, and he's a good chance of winning. Well,
0: I'll say this: if he got the nomination out of the party he would but again those are there's some young people younger than him DeSantis Cruz etc that this this is their time they believe this is their time yeah. and uh Cruz. no I know now. Dan Durant speaking of time Dan, Dan. Danny,
3: Dan yeah. Can I, just, I just wanted to
0: add something. Dan 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 Dan, Dan. Your, your Joe Biden stuff
3: is that he's not, he, like most other presidents who have an, a, a declining unemployment rate. It's at 3.6% in oh, this yeah. stage which is, which is, but he's not getting any credit for that. And yeah. it's an unusual situation in the media. I don't know why, but uh, there's lots of theories about it. But it's 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 kind of weird that if any other president had a at a declining unemployment rate of 3.6%, it would be big news. And it's like, you know, his his numbers are way down.
0: Well, part of the, and I, I read that the other day, that employment has, is one of the lowest levels it's been. But back to what you were just saying about perception. Yeah. And the perception is this, the average dunderhead, and by the way, thanks for sending that thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but it's, it's a thing that Dan sent, uh, maybe he sent it to you about how stupid people really are and don't underestimate how stupid they can be. Well, here's how stupid people are. They don't, uh, and it makes sense. They just think that inflation is only happening to them in America, dunder fucking heads. It doesn't matter that it's happening everywhere in the world. They don't care about that. They just think Joe Biden, let's go Brandon, is responsible for their gas price hikes in, you know, touch your dink,
2: Louisiana. I don't know. Like, I, I think it's the same here. The problem is... Well, it's is, the same everywhere. No, 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 no. I think the attitude here is that part of Canadians are mad at Trudeau or mad at our government because things cost so much. Because that's just the way it lands. It's like, you know, in the United States... You know, yeah, the unemployment rate might be down at three and a half percent, but you know, now to fill my—I'm ta- speaking from an American standpoint—to fill my tank now is now twelve, fifteen dollars more than it used to be. Yeah. That cuts deeper than anything. Or if I go into the grocery store and I saw it in Florida, the prices are through the roof. You just want to lash out at anybody, at somebody for it, and the, the default is your government. Yeah, of
0: course. Uh, my buddy Stinky just came back from Hawaii. We were talking about groceries yeah. last night. I said, what was it like? Because I told him about our experience in California and Florida. And he said, you know, the groceries weren't bad except some items. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, a loaf of bread, not specialty bread, not fancy Dan bread. <laughs> just regular bread was <laughs> right. eight, eight dollars a loaf. Oh, Jesus. I know. And he said uh, he said it was the weirdest thing. I, he said it wasn't like a special baguette of, you know, some super grains. It was just every day. And so if you're an American and you see that, of course, you're yes, I know it's the same here that you blame your government. It's, but I'm just saying down there, especially they think it's a Joe Biden problem. Mm-hmm. Full stop. They don't allow that. The fact that the pandemic, the world's economy, the fact that there's a war
2: going on, shortages of hue, uh, of, ener- of energy. Well, I just look, you know, in this country, uh, and again back to the seventies or eighties, I forget what it was. Late I remember vividly. I remember vividly. Joe Clark lost an election over six cents a gallon of gas. Yeah, See, that's who. You, like I mean, again, it's the easiest person to blame, right, wrong, or. That's that's what they do. Okay, Dan Duran's news in a second. First, let's talk about
0: uh, let's talk about this. Hang on, I know Dan. If I only had a mouse, that if wouldn't be playing a mouse. Uh, if I only had a mouse, cursing during your commute again. Do you find yourself living at work instead of working from home?
4: Couldn't this have been an email? When it feels like all that's left is work hard. You know it's time to play. It's easy to find your next favorite game at Bodog.net. Play free casino games, get poker tips, and check out the latest sports odds. Visit Bodog.net today. Hashtag make a play. Now, here's to a fella named
1: Dan Duran. A hell of a guy with a hella big wang. The quintessential anchor man. His voice is nice and low. Huh. Dandoran the Anchorman comes As for credentials, he has none Can't tell a headline from his bum But his
2: voice is nice and low Dandoran the Anchorman's here He's prone to falling off his chair But he's got a big wang so he don't care And his voice is
0: nice and low
3: My voice is nice and low
0: And now And now Yeah, it's time for Dandoran News uh, today, brought to you by HealthGage. As you know, HealthGage, the miracle that is the phoenix, the watch that everyone wants. A lot of Humble and Fred listeners have taken advantage of this amazing offer. HumbleFredHG at checkout is how you get your HealthGage watch. 15% off at HealthGage.com. Now, Dan Duran, tell us a story or two.
3: In this age of the propaganda renaissance... Like we talked about earlier, Americans' Republican war on truth and Putin banning the words war and invasion for the preferred special military operation, it only makes sense that businesses are working on it, too. So Amazon is developing an in-house chat app, and in a leaked memo, they are considering banning the word union Mm. And, and by the way, over the weekend the, the the first warehouse Amazon warehouse voted for a union, despite Amazon spending millions. They spent like four point three million on anti union consultants last year alone. but the union, but i 'm sorry, union is not the only word there are forty words on top of all the swear words that they're not going to lie, including fire, compensation, plantation, slave labor, diversity, stupid. <laughs> Uh, stupid ethics, uh, grievance, injustice, and robots. We <laughs> won't be able to chat about the robots that are all around them.
0: It's very specific, to
3: I know. And there's a, there's a, a ton more. Some of them make sense, I suppose. But uh, Amazon is saying that this bad word, this auto bad word monitor is uh, not settled yet, and they may not even launch the app. I, with the controversy around it, maybe
0: that that's, uh,
3: we'll never see, they'll never see the light of day.
2: Hmm.
0: Very, very interesting. Oh, yes. Very, very, very interesting. Very so interesting. much interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of interesting stuff. You know, if you talk about something interesting, that was something. Yeah, if you were thinking of what's an interesting thing to talk about, that would be it. Yeah.
2: What Do about you, this truck? Hmm?
0: I was going to ask Dan. I can't remember where you la- Are you for or against Amazon? Do you use Amazon? I'm sure you're I do it. use Amazon, yeah. yeah they, Even uh, though you're against they,
3: it. I'm. Um, you know, it's, it, it, what choices do you have
2: I mean, these days? Exactly. What choice? what choice? What choice? What do you mean? Well, you we have lots of choice. You don't have, No one ha- needs to use Amazon. Well, uh, I just I've, ordered some light bulbs. I could have gotten my ass and gone over to Canadian Tyre and bought them. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, there's not a lot of choices if you have to go to the online experience. Like, there, there there, will be items where I buy normally as much as I can around here, but there's items that are more specialty that you can't necessarily get here in Peterborough, so you you got to order them from somewhere. And uh, also, uh, you know, I've been hired by Amazon to, uh, there's a show called The Boys that I'm, I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So, don't want to not see me in that. So, you know, that's how you get it with your Amazon Prime
0: subscription, right? I, I, well, that's why I got Amazon because of you and your role in the boys. You were fantastic,
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so you can be compromised, is what you're saying. Of course,
0: you can, yeah. comrade.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, and uh, I, we all can. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like, a, but the same thing. You tell you, you you've got a, an issue, say with Joe Rogan over at Spotify. I mean, what do you do there? Do you you, you go to Amazon's version of the same thing, and you still got issues with you know whatever? I mean, it's like it's there's. Billions of dollars and millions of people working for these companies.
0: Sure. <clears throat> They're so huge that you can't really avoid them at this well, point. You may have read about that in our book, Humble and Fred's book, Principles Schmimpsables. <laughs> <laughs> Principles
2: Schmimpsibles. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, is it good I, for I, I'm us? Not sure that, I'm not sure that's the best analogy either because the thing is, you can have Spotify and just not listen to Joe Rogan. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, but I see. Amazon, saying, yeah. generally, if you're using it, and I use it, and, uh, you know, more and more, they just, yeah, you know, more and more you hear about what a dick he is, and a shitty guy to work for, and how it's, you know, slave labor, and all that stuff, but when I need some light bulbs, I sort of tend to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's is. It's all great to have them take
0: a stand until you need, uh, you know, um, new earbuds. <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, I mean the the option, they've got a great idea of, you know, free shipping if you've got the Prime membership. Yeah. When you're when you're paying for shipping for, you know, often the price of shipping is way more than the item oh, you want the, if you're going
0: somewhere else like $20, shipping. $25 for shipping. That's another book shipping. we wrote, shipping Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Frederick, do you have any more uh stories to tell us before we say goodbye? We're doing a little shorter show today cuz uh, Oh,
3: I do. I have got one more item if you want to oh, no. But, not.
0: Okay, Well, you oh. just I'm just asking if Fred, do you, are you all done oh, your stuff? So oh, the
3: Chamber's right. plan. Okay, uh, well then the let Dan planned. do
0: his last story, then we'll wrap it up with yeah. the Chamber plan.
3: Uh, Daniel? Well, it's just a brief COVID update in case you're getting too comfortable with things. Uh, yes. We already know about the Omicron uh, version BA1, and then there's BA2, which is uh, you know coming up the, in the wings. Uh, but before uh, that's really taken hold, we're uh, now uh, hearing about a new variant, uh, which may be 10% more contagious, which is XE. XE? Omicron XE. XE. Yeah. And there's been there's 600 cases they found in the UK, and I think there's some in Thailand and a couple other places. Uh, so that may be making its way into our, our world. And also, uh, there's a fourth dose of the vaccine available to Ontarians over 60. I think they're announcing that today if they haven't already done
0: that. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. it. So I've am I. I'm that. getting it. it. Hey, Dan. We're
2: sheep, Howard. Yeah. We're sheep. We're sheeple. We're well that's why I,
0: I was gonna wrote this down. I wasn't really I want to get into it too much, but where are all the anti vaxxers now? What are they up to? Because well, they've
2: they've claimed victory.
0: Because the mandates have been dropped and all Absolutely. of us seem to be surviving the pandemic.
2: Oh that's the general feel I get it's a smugness of see we were right we didn't get the thing and it's over okay yeah. fine
0: so let's say yeah. let's say they're right and they this is over for them and they see we told you uh well mm-hmm. where are they what are they up to are they still rallying are they still yelling for freedom because they well, got they got they as you say they they've claimed victory so have they moved on to something else are they protesting mm-hmm
3: Climate change. Isn't
0: climate. No, no, they don't care about the climate. They only care about their own
3: personal no, they're protesting bullshit. climate change. They, you know, yeah. Oh, they don't want... Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It's a hoax. It really it's doesn't happen. Hoax. Okay. And, and, it, and again, you know, with uh, COVID and the reporting here in Ontario, again, we touched on this before, it's driving me crazy. The people in the hospital right now that are arriving at the hospital for other reasons than testing positive for COVID. I mean, that's such a huge number, but it's so underplayed. It just is. Because those people, if they didn't have the thing they went into the hospital for, probably never would have gone to the hospital to begin with with just having COVID. Uh,
0: I will tell you, though, our numbers... they're all vaxxed. Yeah, huh? but our numbers are going up again. Sure they are. They were, we expected them to. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's funny, strange, interesting, however you want to call it, but... You know, the, our communal fascination with the pandemic has definitely waned mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. It's almost like the routine of looking at numbers, at least for me, has gone away and, and thinking about it. I'm, until you brought it up, Dan, and I'm being serious, like I really hadn't thought much about the pandemic this week. I mean, there's other yeah. stuff to think about.
3: There's a couple other things. There's a couple other things. on, there. other things you're on right, my plate. You're right. But you may have to bring your attention back to this one. By yeah, the way, you know, which is a good point, Fred, Daniel. It, what Fred was mentioning is, is, uh, is well, I mean, it, that whole th- here's another thing about the branding of the whole vaccine thing is there There has been discussion because there, the, the uptake on the booster has not been as strong as the first two shots. OK. And That's that true. is that is some concern to to mm-hmm. uh, the people. and And it may be just the branding of the word booster. That it should be just another dose of the vaccine, rather, it's not
2: really a booster. It's just another well, part of the, the package that you need. I mean, here, here, here's the problem in Ontario: if you have two shots, you're considered fully vaccinated. That's the problem. It is. It's semantics. It's the way they're. It should fully vaccinated should be with booster. So a lot of people, as you know, masks are lifted and restaurants open, they think, "Hey, I'm fully vaccinated. I don't need the booster." Yeah
0: yeah that's maybe and, and mm-hmm. yeah fully vaccinated should connote are you up to date on your vaccinations yes. not just yes. vaccinated plus two boosters but uh i don't care what yes. call it whatever you want i'm not big on the jab i always thought that was cheesy oh did you get the jab yeah okay fuck it. but uh yeah fuck you, know, you. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah do you, do? you yeah. know what fucking <laughs> shoot yourself in the head yeah that's, yes, that's that's a that's a british term fuck jab is yeah. a british jab. F- well, jabs I, yeah. Back. yeah. Hey, do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to do something so we can uh, move on and let people get on with their
2: lives? Uh. It's Canada's number one group benefits plan for small business. It's the Chambers of Commerce Group Insurance Plan. Go to chamberplan.ca today. Get a free quote if you have a small business you're interested in the benefits package for your people uh get her done because you know uh, all these small businesses get together you have the profile of a big business it makes premiums affordable they've done a great job at holding the line on premiums a whole list of products under the chamber plan umbrella take the time today find out what it's all about enjoy the fact that this thing is wildly uh, affordable for your small company and do this for your employees. They'll love you forever. Chamberplan.ca A
0: little mix happening for you right now, Dan. Without a mouse, this is completely done. (laughs) This mix is completely without a mouse. Uh, Thanks to Tony. Yes. Thank you to Tony Clement, David Eisenstadt and uh, Dan Duran will... uh, See you all tomorrow, the Masters Tournament, beginning on Thursday. Just uh, understand that and embrace it, okay?
3: This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Gig Sky, the retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bodog, Health Gauge, and GoDaddy. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran, and remember to listen tomorrow for my scale updates and no use of the word
2: jab. The jigsaw jazz in the get fresh flow. Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts. Two turntables on a microphone. Bottles and cans, and just clap your hands, and just clap your hands. Where's that?